took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning, by the night I count stacks. Knew that it was real when I hit it, bounce back. Hey guys, welcome to the Bounce Back Podcast. This is a podcast about all things yoga as it relates to being a tool to cultivate resiliency. We'll dive into various methods of bouncing back mentally, spiritually, and physically with some of the greatest influencers that I know, athletes, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, and yogis, new and seasoned, and we're so excited to have you here. We wish you many bounce backs. Ladies and gentlemen, um, welcome back to the Bounce Back Podcast. This is Maylise, and I will be your host. This is our final um, finale of the Bounce Back Podcast as it currently exists. Mm-hmm. So we don't really have a plan for today. We're just going to wing it. We're just going to wing it. <laughs> um, we thought it'd be cool to just kind of, uh, you know, like meditate and chat about what we I've created, um, and by we, this is Mac and I, so welcome, Mac. Hey, <laughs> hey, Maylise, thanks for having me. Hey, dude. Um, <laughs> so we, yeah, we created 30 episodes, mm-hmm. um, 30 guests, which uh, were all amazing in their own ways, and, yeah. um, you know, the first to the last, just some of the things we've been reflecting on, like, on our own, and uh, so we thought it'd be cool to just record it and let you guys in on what it's like to create 30 podcast episodes. 30 podcast episodes. That's a lot. Yeah. And I know there are people who create like 400, you know, there's just like Tim Ferriss or yeah, Joe Rogan's on like 1500. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and I guess like we, we just kind of like, but that's a different thing. thing. Those are different things, you know, those are different things. The podcasting world is kind of like, uh, the tv world like some right. tv shows have three seasons some tv shows have 12 seasons you know yeah, what i'm saying like exactly it's it's just different it's just different and we just kind of went with it and yeah. um and this so, was all a feeling thing though like we kind of like it kind of started just like as a feeling and then every episode was kind of just like you know we just it, it just kind of really worked feel? it just kind of worked it, i don't know i feel like everything yeah. like it just kind of worked like you yeah. just you said you wanted to do an episode every month, and then we went through a stint where we were recording like a bunch at a time, mm-hmm. and then over the last like maybe six, seven, eight months, like you just were able to put together. You know what I'm saying? You were able to like through, um, I guess what's the word I'm looking for? Like serendipity. You oh. through that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like the episodes just kind of came together. You know what I'm saying? They did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I think yeah, like you said, you know, we spent a lot of time um, planning mm-hmm. and doing cool things like recording four episodes in a day. Yeah. That was super uh, dope. We, yeah. We, you know, we just, we had a good time. And I think once the pandemic hit, it had to take a little bit of a turn mm-hmm. um, because we couldn't do in-person interviews anymore. And, um, and so we kind of adjusted and, and yeah, I was able to serendipitously um interview people that i'd wanted to interview and uh and so it happened and so here we are 30 you know what's crazy you know what's crazy i think this is something that you're gonna like um so this is this is gonna be episode 31 yeah and one of my favorite numbers my favorite number is 31 because um my my birthday's on january 31st 
So like right. when I was a kid, I just thirty one is my favorite number. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's and then fun. it's and then also this episode is dropping on three one. That's oh crazy. Oh my gosh. Thirty one, thirty one, thirty one. It was serendipitously yeah. based on a feeling. <laughs> and it's like ending in the same kind of <laughs> and way. It's ending in the same kind of way. Yeah. It's crazy. And I think, you know, today there I there's obviously bittersweetness to it, mm -hmm. right? And um and so it, I want to focus on celebrating it. I want this episode to be kind of like a little bit of a party for yeah. the Bounce Back podcast and the 30 guests that blessed the the mic and, you know, Bless in all microphone. sorts, all sorts of locations, all sorts yeah. of, you know, like sometimes with Mac, sometimes without Mac, yeah. but like the best ones Mac was there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and kind of like you say, it started, it started as a feeling, you know, it's so interesting because I don't even know. Oh yeah. Because I mean, I guess I was inspired by, well, I, I wanted to be on your podcast. Yeah. I was like, Hey, can I be on yeah. your podcast again? Cause the first time was crazy. And we talked about French fries. Yeah. We talked about all kinds of stuff except yoga. Except yoga mm -hmm. And like, and then, um, yeah, for those of you who, who like don't know how this all started, um, we, you know, I was on Max podcast. Um, and then, I asked him if I could come back to talk about more yoga stuff because I really truly believe that yoga is one of the best tools that I personally have in my life and that others can have in their lives and not just the, you know, um, American yoga and more cookie cutter yoga or, or however it has been marketed. Um, I think it's shifting back, which is exciting. Um, but, you know, just everything about the practice, unity, um, love, uh, you know, self-awareness, understanding our bodies, movement, the benefits of, you know, working out and doing more of a power flow, um, injury prevention, you know, just how much better you feel in your body when you are practicing yoga regularly. And, and also, you know, the history of it and how it started and how it was a practice to get the body ready for long periods of meditation in India and, you know, thousands of years ago, which is so crazy and how, you know, Patanjali decided to turn it into a more organized eight limbs. And then now there's, you know, those eight limbs are taught thousands you know hundreds and thousands not hundreds and thousands but mm -hmm. hundreds of years later mm -hmm. and how you know women weren't really practicing yoga and weren't really allowed or not really like to you know it's kind of like women in football you know it just mm. wasn't a women's thing and how wow. women now kind of like led the yeah the you know i feel yoga. like it's a primarily women thing right now right. not right now it's probably gotten more male now yeah but like it's balancing when it, out a yeah little. i guess when it became mainstream i think it started off as like a woman thing at least in yeah. the states right in yeah. the states american and that's kind of yeah. like something i learned from chef b which she was talking about how there's american yoga and there's you know traditional yoga and then there's also you know yoga comedic yoga from um africa and i'm sure if we look and observe different uh, native traditions around the world will find some form of yoga. It's not going to be called yoga because that was, uh, you know, that I believe is a Hindu word or, mm. um, you know, that means the, the merging of mind, body and spirit and the yoking of mind, body and spirit. Um, but you can find yoga everywhere. So anyways, I wanted to chat more about it. 
um, with you know, a, a big t- takeaway <laughs> from what you just said, um, you said that they, st- they were doing yoga back in the day to prepare themselves for meditation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That so was some hardcore meditating they must've been doing back then. That's oh crazy. My gosh. I mean, if you look at some of the, like your body has to get prepared for it. I'm still trying to get to that level of meditating. I'm, yeah. I, you know, I have, I have a. My meditation practice is, you know, it's like whenever I need it, it's like as needed, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, but I definitely, it's definitely like regular. It's like once a day or once every couple of days, yeah. but I'm definitely still finding myself trying to get to that point of like really, um, I guess having my mind emptied, you know what I mean? Well, I think that that's like the big myth I get. Well, it depends that there's so many different types of meditations, but like, you don't mm-hmm. have to like empty your mind yeah i don't mean necessarily mean empty but, yeah, but I, more just like feel like I, I feel like i haven't had like um that kind of like zen feeling that people are after oh yeah yeah, yeah so i just feel like i'm still striving for that yeah, yeah you got this yeah and i think you know there's all these jokes and memes and whatever about like i don't have enough time to meditate well then go meditate for yeah. eight hours you know, the, the um i think that people or people put attach themselves to like a certain outcome or mm-hmm. a certain way it should be mm-hmm. and kind of hold themselves up to these standards that aren't really because Really, your own meditation practice is your own meditation practice, and you yeah. kind of have to evolve it by yourself, which originally yoga is something that you do by yourself, mm-hmm. right? You know, there's no, you're not looking over to the right and seeing how, you know, how whoever is doing it. their downward dog, yeah. you're like in your body, like even maybe eyes closed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think meditation, at least I see it, and there's same thing we were just talking about with um learning the rules in order to break them like Mm -hmm. an artist like the more you understand about you know yoga and and uh the history of it and the terms and the different asanas and why like which muscles what's going on in the body like the more you can deep dive into it the more you can break it Mm -hmm. if you like as an artist so like i mean but to, to to the point that you were talking about as far as like um if you feel like you don't have enough time for yoga, um, for meditating, that's when you know you need to meditate. That's yeah. that's the that's my thing. It's like I don't make it enough of my practice where or enough of my life where I don't. Basically, when I feel like I, I'm like, oh, I haven't meditated. I need to go meditate. Like that's kind of when I go meditate. It's like when I remind myself that I need it. You know what I mean? Or I guess that's normal, huh? Or maybe, I don't know. your meditation practice. Yeah, (laughs) And your meditation practice evolves. Because I feel like I don't want to stress my, I don't want, I don't, I would rather not have to go there because I'm stressing. I would rather want to go there just because like it's that time of the day or like, you know, whatever. But it's not that. (laughs) It's more like, oh, I'm having a crazy day. Like, let me just like meditate for a little bit. Right. Yeah. 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 And I, that's, I mean, that's such a good point in this, you know, in this practice and really in anything it's like, um, and this is a quote by Jordan, um, Steffi, who was on our podcast where, you know, you like, um, has, I think he said something like, um, it's better to be prepared for an opportunity, even if you don't get it, Mm -hmm. than to not be prepared for it when it comes. Um, it's similar in the sense that you, you know, you meditate every day, not like because you're stressed or not for a specific reason, just because you know that the compound 
interest of meditating every day is scientifically proven to be good for you. Mm -hmm. And then you like the, the moments where you need to meditate, like you already, it's already in your practice. So you don't, you can tap into it like a little extra, but you don't need it in the sense, you know, because, and it's the same with like health in general, you know, we, we, wait until there's an issue to like kind of tackle it or something not like an issue but you know it's like you wait till you're like super like um sore and like not not flexible to to go to class but it's like if you would have if you would do that then you wouldn't have gotten to that point like um i heard so i've been re-watching this uh positive there's this positive psychology class that's like famous from harvard with this teacher named tal ben sahir and um i watched it like five six years ago and i've been re-watching it lately and something that he said in that was uh basically you know when you get ill like we look at getting ill as like oh um now i need to like get healthy you know what i mean where yeah. it's like no if you just kind of like live healthy then you won't get ill you know what right. i mean it's, it's kind of like that way of thinking about things where it's like you know like being like being a healthy person should be part of your lifestyle so that kind of don't even attract illness you know what i mean right um as opposed to doing it the opposite way yeah and nothing is you know the life is one big miracle you can't predict or plan for everything unfortunately but but you can just prepare but you can prepare yeah yeah. and you can be ready i guess you know i mean there's some things that you can't um or you know, like death, for example, or, you know, certain, you know, certain diseases, not to like, you know, but some could maybe you have done something different, maybe, maybe, um, but, you know, I think some of the things you just can't plan for, but you, you know, you do have the capability of trying mm-hmm. at your best. And also, yeah, like you said, you know, um, so you don't have to, uh, you know, get healthier and get healthier and get healthier. It's like, you're already, you're already healthy. So you, you might have to make like minor adjustments. You know, I, I feel like I haven't been sick. And I mean, I say this all the time and I get scared. I'm, I'm going to jinx myself. But yeah. I'm like, I haven't been sick, like really sick yeah. in so long. I don't really get sick anymore. Yeah. But I think it's because of that. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, I think it's going to, it's going to probably sound crazy, but I think, you know, getting sick in the you know common cold like sneezing coughing type of way mm-hmm. um i think a lot of that is kind of like willpower and like kind of like mental strength i think you know yeah. i think just because i honestly haven't and even when i do feel like a little bit under the weather it's not so much that i need to like stay home or stay in bed or anything like that you know yeah. what i mean the last time that happened was probably you know maybe like a year and a half ago you know what I mean? I remember there was a time I was traveling. It was around the time when, like, COVID started to become, like, a part of the conversation. It was probably, like, January or February of last year was the last time I got, like, a flu, like, kind of, like, sit me down. But that doesn't – yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was COVID. I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know because I, yeah, it was before, like – Yeah, it was before that was even – it was bef- – It was this was, like, February. So, like, things kind of – became a thing in like March as far as like shutting things down and like getting people tested more rapidly, stuff like that. This was like February when yeah, like dude, the world day, was still open. On this day last year, I was at a, um, 
uh, buffet style. It's called, um, dra- we call it Dragon Buffet because mm-hmm. there's, I think there's like a big dragon out front, but I don't know its actual name of mm-hmm. the restaurant, but my, it's my niece's like favorite place to go. So we went for her birthday and it was like, we went like 15 deep <laughs> to, yeah. to a buffet. And, and I'm sure there was already like a hundred people there. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. And there's, it was packed. Yeah, of course. And my, that was like, right. My mom was like, guys, there were, there's going to be a thing. We're going to have to prepare for it. You should have two weeks worth of stuff. Oh, so people like, were ready. You know, we need oh, a plan. people were um talking about it in that way. Yeah. Oh, my, wow. Well, my mom in was, February. My mom predicted it like in January. Oh, she word. was like, there's, we were, we thought we all made fun of her. We yeah. were like, mom, you're crazy. That'll never happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, got, we literally, sorry, mom. <laughs> we, like, we literally like made fun. Of, we were like, mom, like, and then I got like, I finally was like, oh my God, she, I think she's onto something. Yeah. And like, I was like, guys, I don't think we should go to this, this buffet. Like, yeah. this is not going to go well. And, and then I'm pretty sure, I mean, after, after that, you know, we went to Puerto Rico shortly after mm-hmm. for my birthday mm-hmm. and we came back and like that's when Things they had shut down, down right? country trap, like the international travels. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, it's crazy. But yeah, around that time was like the last time that I got sick. But even then, um, yeah, like things yeah. like that don't happen to me often. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I used to I just I feel like those like little common colds, like the little sniffles, things like that. Um you know, yeah. I think if you just like live healthy, you'll see that happen less in your life. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I think part of that is self awareness. So, anyways, back to our our conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to share some of this, and because that's what we had originally talked about sharing on Mac's podcast. So, and then Mac was like, "Well, why don't you start your own podcast?" I forgot where we were in the story. <laughs> you, we you, you just brought <laughs> me back. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. And it was like, okay, let's start a podcast, and then what yeah. happened, Maylise? Oh, well, <laughs> well, let me tell you. So then we um we inter we got together. We I like kind of all flowed mm-hmm. i don't even remember i think it was like it's the bounce back podcast keith was our first yeah. guest um and it was an amazing episode i loved it um i felt so like sparked by it you know and then we entered we didn't really have a plan and then we interviewed Mm-mm. esther mm-hmm. and then um monty which was so cool you know um talking to monty about how he trained two Hall of Fame football players, mm-hmm. you know, and what that was like to the the mental talk about mental strength, you know, yeah. and I think it's called the heart of a lion that episode. Yeah. And um, Esther with, you know, telling us about how at one point she had such bad wrist pain that she couldn't hold a pan. And then now she like, if you follow her on Instagram, I follow her on Instagram. She is an absolute, <laughs> she's upside down more than she like is right, right side up. She really <laughs> like, is. Straight up. And I mean, she is so in control of her body and yeah. like, I just love, and she works so hard on it. You know, I mean, you see her at the gym. I mean, she's just a strong woman. Yeah. That that woman is a strong woman. I feel like I've seen her like every day on Instagram for the last like two years. Or whenever it is we did that episode, that's when I started following her. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's been consistently like on Instagram. Like, so consistent. All the time. Yeah. You know so consistent. Um, Always working out. It's crazy. I know it's it is crazy it is crazy yeah so like I mean we started with with those first three episodes and um it just kind of went from there uh and uh what, what have been some things that you've like 
taken away, like learned, like literally what's something that you learned doing this podcast that's like literally um, a part of your life now, like that you've taken with you? Is there anything? Yeah, there are so many things. You know, I have moments all the time where I'm like, oh, I picked that up from that one. Yeah. You know, all the time. Um, You know, I mean, everybody that I interviewed, I really admire uh, for whatever they're they're, um, doing, uniquely doing, you Mm -hmm. know. And um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I think there's probably something in every episode. why you think yours connected to me? Yeah, I think oh I, I think I think one just came to me. Yeah, please. Something that I um something that I almost always do, <laughs> and it came from Keith. He said something. What's that pose when like you're like a cat? Cat, cat, cow. Oh, cat, cow. Yeah. yeah. He was like <laughs> he was like everyone should do cat, cow. Like, on, on, yeah, like at least like once a day just or if you feel like any he was like if you have if you ever i don't remember the exact wording so like i'm not gonna try to like you know quote him yeah. but he was saying something along the lines of like if you like if you ever are thinking of like something you should just do <laughs> you should just do cat cow you know because yeah, I mean? it'll like cow. it'll just like fix your posture like in any given moment and like that's something that i think about like almost every day <laughs> you know what i'm saying because i'm always having like issues with my back just from sitting too long mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um you know what i'm saying just whether it's in the car in the office whatever the fuck like i feel like i'm just always sitting so like i'm always doing cat cow like Aww, yeah do you hear this key <laughs> yeah i got that from that like yeah. i remember I, I wish i remember the exact maybe i'll have to go back and like find that exact i clip, think i remember like, it because yeah. in that episode we were recording so mac is always like behind the scenes doing whatever techie production stuff he does mm-hmm. i don't understand all of it but you know just kind of like he's listening in and he's doing different things and um just call it producing producing <laughs> he's doing he's doing production yeah. um and so but the this episode in this moment i remember this moment because we had it on uh it's like we taped it because keith was talking about it and then all of a sudden mech and i just straightened oh yeah 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 we were like i do remember that does feel better um yeah i mean yeah i mean hey this is i echo this this um little golden nugget because um i also like just the concept of undulating your spine you know, undulating your spine, we are meant to undulate our spines. And yet we are usually upright or sitting or doing something laying down like, and so yeah, for sure, cat cow um, from Keith. Another one that um, so I found I found one that level one, I, I have so many. Yeah, I, no, you I do. think I have one per at least one. Yeah. Per episode. So let me just go down. Yeah, just give me a couple. Give me. Give, yeah, go give, give um, as many as you want. We got nothing but time. Right. So <laughs> Esther taught okay. me consistency and that practice 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 always works every time if you practice something you'll get better at it and it works like if you're like i can't get i can't do a handstand practice and guess what you'll be able to do a handstand um just like persistence and and um that like discipline you know um yeah it's crazy to think about how like literally just the fact that you do something all the time yeah you'll get better at it like even if you're not so trying easy. to get better at it it's just like the fact that you do it you'll naturally get better yep. at it yep. so it really is in repetition mm-hmm. you know what I mean? mm-hmm. yeah it sure is yeah um and then yeah i mean so and then we interviewed monty 
Um, so Monty, you know, just kind of like leap of faithing into his career like he was saying he was working in finance or working yeah working in finance and um but one thing he had for he had working out that was his thing he worked Mm -hmm. out every single day and he was really good at working out like he had gotten to a point where that was his thing and so when he met Ray and they they connected immediately and they just started training it was like similar thing like he had already been building the skills for his mission to, you know, um, yeah. And there's so much, I mean, I, I, there's so much that I learned actually Monty is, uh, launching a, he's releasing his book, which, oh really yeah. And I remember talking about his book like two, three years ago and mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. it's coming out. Wow. I mean, it's just so cool to yeah. you know, write a book and it's called it's you dope to see things you. come into fruition like that. Like, yeah, it is. It's I love really when people neat. follow through. I, know. <laughs> I love a good follow through. I love a good follow through. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and Monty's book is called you versus you. And I think that that's something I really learned from that episode. It, you know, I like your vision determines your discipline and your vision has to be your vision. It cannot be anyone else's. Like it has to be, you know, he was saying how he is motivated and fueled by his vision and like to the point where there's no, there's no like questioning the discipline, you know, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. get up and you do it because it's going to be, you know, that's the vision is there, you know? And so yeah, the, that, that was my favorite. Oh, I'm part. glad you reminded me that or reminded me of that because that's, that's kind of something that I needed to hear right now. Just because really like, nice. I'm, 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 I'm like feeling like I'm putting more thought into everything that I do. Whereas like, I remember a time when I was, just like doing things that just kind of fell right. And I was liking where it was. I mean, it's led me to here. <laughs> like, you know, right. It's led me to where I am today, which I is, know. you know what I'm saying? Which I'm absolutely happy about. So like, I feel like I got to get back to that a little bit. Yeah. So. yeah. And I think it's important to like check in on your vision and, and to allow it to evolve too, you know? I mean, yeah. um, and so, yeah, I love that, you know, your, your vision determines your discipline. Um, and so that's that's what I learned from Monty, and uh, Monty is just a great a great coach in general. And I've you were going into his um boot camps, yeah, back when outside regular, was open, back when outside yeah. was open, and I gyms know. were you know you could do I classes do. and stuff like that. I do his classes on burn along, so oh, okay, bet. yeah. So he has like little fifteen to twenty minute like quick workouts, and they're really good. Mm. And it's all the people from camp, so oh, I'm like. Nice. Oh, there's, nice. Yeah, there's Mary. Uh, yeah, nice. Mary. That community, that community is what we're missing right now. Yeah, like, we really are. At least in person, we can still we still have like these virtual ones and these online ones. Mm-hmm. But I think that's kind of what is. Um, I think everybody's ready. Yeah, everybody's ready. Um, and then we had episode four, um, Yogini Kaliom, and um, Gabrielle. Mm-hmm. She so she was introduced to me by Keith. So crazy how all these episodes kind of like like how they came about. Yeah, that's what know? I was that's what I was it alluding is. to before. Like, yeah, and like this, this whole thing yes, is just kind of like, I was like, really, yeah. <laughs> you're down. Like this whole thing is just kind of just been like it's, it's just, just worked this whole time. F- yeah, like kind of effortless in yeah. in like the creation, but um, she not was, effortless in the work involved. <laughs> I said not not effortless in the actual work right. that it we was put not in. Effortless. <laughs> it was not effortless. <laughs> but it's it's Guys, been it's, very like you know it's been very 
natural exactly there's been very few times where like i felt like you know it kind of uh relaying it to like a tim ferris four hour work week like there was very few times where i felt like i was doing sh- stuff that like i wasn't you know i mean you it, didn't want to be doing I guess like the editing and stuff mm-hmm. is a little bit time consuming, mm-hmm. but it's also the, the, it's nice. It's kind of cool to like, to listen to it a couple times mm-hmm. and to get to know the episode. Yeah. And, I like so. when the, the thing is when you're having valuable conversations, like you're listening to these things, like even when I'm listening to these things and editing them or like pulling clips for, you know what I'm saying? Promotion yeah, and stuff are, like that. Like a- it's like, you know, you're just hearing a good, a good conversation. You're you're being reminded of like some of these good points. It's not like I'm hearing like you know garbage. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. like I'm listening to rubbish or anything. So it's like you know you you actually only get better from like listening to the episodes and you know what I'm saying over and over again. For sure, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, yeah. You've got yeah. It's not like you're editing something boring. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, but other than all of that stuff, um, there was, I don't know if you remember, uh, with Gabrielle, with Yogini Kaliom. So she was inducted into, um, uh, uh, Dharmi Mitra, is it Dharma Mitra? Uh, yes. Sri Dharma Mitra's family lineage. Uh, she's been practicing for 20 years and so she is a yogi and she has studied she's been you know she's 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 walking and talking it Mm -hmm. and um and so it was fascinating to talk to her about yoga and um I remember one thing she was talking about was uh um, and it was, it was in the Navy SEALs that they were saying, like, remember she was saying that, um, uh, what was it? Um, it's like when you are, when you think you've hit your limit, you're only oh, like yeah. 40% of yeah. the way to your, yeah, your our capacity. Brains, yeah. Yeah. It's like when we think we can't go further like when we literally tell ourselves like this is is the farthest that we can go like we've probably only tapped like 10 percent. you know what i'm saying or something i don't remember the exact number but i've heard i I remember she meant she alluded to that yeah she alluded to that i've also heard that in other places too like i think that's that's absolutely a thing like yeah um and i even something like deeper i don't even i don't i wish i remember where i heard this but um just to that point our brains they're trying to protect us you know what i'm saying like we're right. trying to protect ourselves was it sarah you know glenn saying? on episode 30 maybe i think it was yeah that's yeah that's what she said yeah our our brains yeah they do want to protect coach. us yeah, yeah we for sure be, we, yeah we, we are trying to protect right. ourselves so that's why we don't go like if we feel so depleted um we tell ourselves like this is it because like we don't want to actually reach depletion you know what i'm saying of right. energy or of whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? So that's why we tell ourselves like, oh, like this is the most that I can do. Because I mean, I've, I've seen it play out in my own life, like literally through exercise, you know, I might right. be working out and I'm telling myself like, oh, this is, you know, like this is good right here, this is good right here. But then sometimes something that happens to me a lot is that like I guilt myself into doing more stuff. Like, so it's like, um, if I do, it's whether it's working out, whether it's like, you know, um, editing something you know what i'm saying doing like you know like my actual work whatever it is um 
those moments where I'm like, oh, I can just stop here. I, sh- I should just stop here. Those are the moments where sometimes I just guilt myself into like, no, nah, you know, you should just do a little bit more. You know, you can do more. You know what I'm saying? So you should, yeah. you know? Yeah, I've been I've been tapping into that a lot lately because I have so much to do. And I also I've been like, I'm like, all right, I can get and I was actually just listening. I'm, I'm listening to um, you are a badass at making money. Mm. And she was saying how like, if you look at it from a perspective like of oh my gosh I have to do this I have to cook dinner I have to do laundry I have to do the dishes I have to clean the house I have to like edit this 25 25 page pdf that I have to turn into a google docs into and rewrite and then I gotta read this book and I gotta do my grades and all these things and it's so overwhelming but if you're like okay it's gonna take me 45 minutes to do this PDF because I'm going to like power through and be focused and then it's going to take me an hour to do my grades and then dinner is going to take me about an hour or I'm going to look up recipes that are that take 30 minutes minutes, and then you start like learning how to cook and just kind of like that approach um and and like yesterday I was in the car and I was like I could do some stuff in the car right now like I could journal like I have all my 18 things I check off every day I was like I could check off a couple things here in the Mm. car then I was like no I'm gonna do in the car and then I was like no I'm gonna and then I got it done you Mm -hmm. know but I like I think that assigning time to things is yeah assigning time is is a key like that's key Mm -hmm. um when I tell myself like okay I'm gonna do this for two hours I'm gonna do this for two hours I'm gonna do this for two hours and then even in that two hours it's like that's with a little bit of extra time you know what I'm saying like really it should take me like an hour and a half if I pay attention you know yeah. But um, when you kind of break down your day in that, you, you know, you have like almost like, you know, 12 or so two hour blocks at your disposal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like you, you have get a, lot a lot of time. Yeah, we have a lot of time. We just waste a lot of time. And I'm, I'm not I, I literally mean we as in like me the included. Collective. Like I'm, yeah. I'm guilty of like I waste a lot of my time, but I swear that I'm being super productive. You know what I'm saying? And it's because sometimes, you know, I'm sitting at my computer. So like, yeah, I'm at my computer. You know what I'm saying? I'm, right. I'm being productive, but what am I doing on my computer? I'm, you know, maybe thirty minutes on Instagram, maybe like thirty minutes on something else. So I've spent four hours on my computer, but I've gotten like mm. three or two hours worth of work done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, as like the other way that I can go about that is like, okay, I'm gonna do this for two hours. I'm just gonna do that for two hours, but I'm not gonna sit at my computer for four. I'm gonna do that for two, and then I'm gonna get up and. Or just a lot, 15 minutes for Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Just a lot that time for Instagram. So I'm not like torn between, oh, Mac, you really should be getting work done. Oh, but what's five minutes? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll toy, I'll like, you know, go back and forth with myself over that. Yeah. And that's something to tie back into the the episodes. That's something I learned from Brianna because we talked about how, you know, so she's a writer, but she had to train herself to lit to write, you Mm -hmm. know, and she was talking about how, you know, she's like, I'm not sitting on a tuffet, like writing all day, you know, like I, it's not like easy, but it is easy because now like she has mastered her schedule to the point where she can sit, do her thing. I don't know, you know, how to, how she gets into her, like taps into her brilliance. Like Mm -hmm. her writing is so brilliant. And 
she just like writes and she said, she's like, I write, like, I forget what she told us on the episode, but the, the amount of articles this woman writes per like, like per so, day. Like yeah. I'm like, like you just wrote 20 masterpieces in a day. Like how, and for her, it's not like she spent, you know, like hours of, of hard, like, you know, where you're, you know, you're trying, it just, it flows mm -hmm. now. Um, so I think, what we're talking about here is a thing that you can choose to create to like train yourself on and just to say and I've noticed recently I value my downtime so much mm -hmm. that I get stuff done faster and more productively because I want alone time mm -hmm. like I want I want to be able to cherish and I'm not it's not perfect at all in any way shape or form but I've noticed that it has gotten better and it has gotten easier and you know if I sit it, it, like you said, like that wasting time thing. So that's something that I've taken from both Brianna's episode as well as Sarah's episode. And she's my life coach. So she's like helped me to develop, you know, where I'm at now. Yeah. That's another thing. Like investing in yourself is so crazy, like amazing. <laughs> it is so crazy. Amazing. Yeah. You know, you think, Oh, I, I can't have this. What are some ways that you've invested in yourself recently? Like over the last like couple months. Well, today I bought um the highest class pass that I could get so I can go to Pilates as much as you know, as much mm -hmm. as I would like to go. Um so like fitness, honestly, I've I've invested in myself. Um I go to Lainey, she's my massage um also uh, brilliant, brilliant craniosacral work mm -hmm. just understands the body in a way. And she's just the best. I mean, if you're anybody's listening, I don't know if she's taking clients or not, but, um, Lainey gives like the greatest massages in my humble opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, so body work, um, you know, and then Sarah, I mean, I hired a life coach. I'm about to hire, uh, um, an accountant, you know, just things like that, that like yeah. you need help with and you think you can do by yourself, but you can do it by yourself at that level. But then like the next level, it, you need professional, you need a professional, yeah. you know, like kind of what we were talking about with this podcast yeah. too. And like, I also feel like, um, you, when you, when you reach out to someone, you get their expertise, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, whatever you do by yourself is as good as you can do it. Right. So like, that means as good as you can learn it, as good as you have the natural talent for it, you know, as good as you understand it, all of that. Um, so if you, you can be as good as you are, but like, you know what I'm saying? If there's someone out there that's better than you, then you would reap like better fruit. You know what I'm saying? From the task. If you had someone who was just overall better at it, doing it for you, like on your behalf, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think the actual uh, monetary transaction also says, uh, you know, something to the universe and the works of like, hey, I'm willing to invest in myself mm -hmm. and in turn kind of like welcome abundance and like this vision of like being su successful, successful. Successful. <laughs> Successful. <laughs> French, French moment. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, you know, it, because that's kind of like, that's scary, you know, if you're, if, I mean, I'm sure. And, and that is something that, you know, if you look at, there's a, it, everybody who has accomplished something um, has 
gotten past that fear of success. Right. And so, um, investing in things that will help you get over that fear of success and like that it's maybe if you grew up in a certain environment or for whatever reason, you don't believe that you're worth the thing, you know, the life that you want to live or, or maybe you're impatient and you're like, you know, I've definitely been through that where I'm like, Oh, well this didn't work right away. So I'm done, you know, or maybe you don't know what your vision is or whatever, whatever it is. But like, um, investing in yourself tells something and creates something that really does like kick the gears into motion when you're like you know I'm gonna spend this much on like a life like to me Sarah has been the greatest investment in my life because she's my life coach so and she does life and career so she's helped me to go from unemployed to too employed Mm -hmm. and so you know like Mm -hmm. and to do thing and even you know a couple weeks ago we spent a whole session like dilly like i forget what we were talking about and then the last five minutes she's like okay and then you wanted to talk about like connecting with your vision and like you know like because i tell you know i i sent her a report before our, our meetings which is like here's the things that have happened like mm-hmm. here's what i'm working on here's what and um i i felt like i was kind of like out of whack with my vision like i wasn't sure what i was doing where i was going and then it all came back and it happened in five minutes and Mm -hmm. it was she's like wow like you you just paid for five minutes like you know that was a five minute coaching session like you but you know like yeah so i would say what was the uh motivation for you to have her as the last guest like um yeah why did you think she made a good guess because the episode was good yeah. So it was great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. um but I feel like, you know, uh I don't know. Yeah, just go ahead and take Well, that. first and foremost, I love her. Yeah. So um yeah, she's just an awesome woman and uh the I I'm very difficult to coach. I'll be the first to admit it. Like I'm very independent and like I and stubborn, um, something I'm working on. And so is just it's a trait that Mm -hmm. i've been for you know for a long time like and it's probably all like trauma response and trust issues and whatever it might be um but so it's very rare for me to find someone who can coach me and like be you know like be that coach Mm -hmm. and like follow through and get me to my goals you know like um in the way that I want to get to my goals on. So with Sarah, I mean, I worked with her for six months and she flipped my life upside down. Like she just, she's got a great energy. I'll say that she does from the, um, from the episode. Yeah. Like I love her energy. She really does. She's got great energy. And to be honest, what it is, is she loves what she does. Like she truly loves being a life coach and she's, she's great at it, you know? And, and so, um, yeah, I wanted, you know, to me, like I wanted to have her on be- to, to wrap it up because Sarah symbolizes a lot of, uh, my latest growth. Mm-hmm. And to me, like she's, you know, she's been my cheerleader. I text her and I probably annoy her sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> Hey, I need help. She's like, just do what you got to do. And mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, fine. Um, but you know, just like having, and, and also I'm, I'm, uh, the training that she did, I find it really interesting. It's all like, um, it's, I think it stems, it's, uh, I forget what the exact name, but there's Robbins in it. I'm pretty sure, um, it's from some of Tony Robbins work. And I mean, Tony Robbins is kind of like a 
crazy success story that yeah. you just you're, you're like, all guy. right, how did that go down? Like, what kind like that's amazing, so cool. Yeah. Um, so just I thought you'd that she would just be a really, really great guest. Um, and also she does yoga and she loves yoga. I mean, you know this. Right. I'm like, you want to be on my podcast? Do you do you practice yoga? Yeah. No? All right. Well, then no. <laughs> I don't think this is going to be a good fit. It's not going to work out. <laughs> um, so, you know, I th- and that's kind of like the last question I asked you. I'm like, do you? And, then, and it always happens that even people who I don't think practice or I don't think, you know, have a regular practice or anything, um, and I ask to interview them or whatever, however it comes up, and um, they are, they always have a yoga practice, man. Mm-hmm. They always do. Like, they Damn, always Damn, it might do. be a little more common to have one than not these days. I think it is. Maybe. I think it is. So, you know, coming back to, um, I think we, with this podcast and the mission, which was to share knowledge about yoga as a tool to cultivate resiliency. And um, I think we did that. We did that. I think we did. If you want to learn more about it, listen to, you've got 30 episodes you can listen to. They're all great. And every single guest on, um, on our podcast practices yoga. So, um, for whichever, whichever purpose. And I think it's really cool to see kind of the eclectic, group of people that um, ended up being in these 30 these 30 episodes uh, anywhere from you know Monty who who wants to learn to stretch um, Jordan who who does yoga here and there also an athlete um, you've got Sid who um, owns a yoga a studio you've got um, Sarah who does yin yoga for to to nurture an injury you've got you know I mean there's just there's so just many. so many um, Brianna who um, who uh, well what she well, yo, who said that yoga is emotional intelligence and I like <laughs> cried I was like <laughs> she's like Melise yoga is and by the way guys like if you're you. listening to this Brianna started a pod she has two podcasts I believe now she's always doing some something cool, but the most recent one, um, and she has a really cool newsletter as well. You can sign up for it. And it's like little, little reminders. Um, and, but her podcast or her podcast is a meditation, this episode, and it's a meditation on, uh, um, tapping into your highest self and it will blow your mind. I cry every time I do it. I had Marcus do it with me the other day and it was just really cool to do it together. And like, and she, so it, it's a beautiful uh, 11 minute meditation, guided meditation that you can do. Um, but yeah, so I think we've accomplished it. So now it's time to move on. I think that, um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think it's a good time to move on. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm really excited about what we're moving on to. Yeah. Like that. So, yeah. It's going to be I'm, cool. I'm excited. I'm excited to do, um, you know, a new kind of podcast. Um, yeah. Like, I, I don't I don't know. I don't want to give too much away, but like, I'm excited about where, what we're about to do next. Yeah. from like a storytelling standpoint so same yeah i, I think, think i think sorry but just to finish yeah, what i'm yeah. saying like yeah i think um what we've done was really great I, I liked how um you just never knew what you were gonna learn you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like you just really never knew like what was gonna come out of, or at least i didn't maybe you did i didn't know what, what was gonna come out of these conversations oh, you know what i'm either. saying yeah and um i left pretty much every conversation like damn like i'm glad i heard that like i'm glad i was there for that 
So that was cool. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was um, the, every episode was really cool, and and it was you know as a as like the interviewer, it really helped me to grow in so many ways. Yo, you got you, are, not even that you got like you're really good as an interviewer. Thank you. Yeah, like you're really you're great as an interviewer. Oh my God. I, I nah, straight up. You gonna make me nah, cry. straight up because I, I'm not even like trying to flatter you. I'm more just like saying like I used to like I would listen to your episodes and I'd be like, dog, like the way you can kind of um, present questions, like because okay, so when I'm listening to the episodes, I'm trying to find like parts where you know, like you know, you you all you obviously want to make the guests. Um, look good and you know um, show clips that uh, have them speaking just so that people know like oh we have this person on you know what I'm saying Um, but you know it's like like it's your show you know what I'm saying so like I would look for clips that's like um, you know let me try to get Maylise let me let me try to find a clip where like Maylise is making a great point or something like that but like you do a good job of like giving the 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 interviewee you know what i'm saying like the floor you know what i mean like you ask like really great questions and that's kind of where i would find those like gems like the gems would be in your questions you know what i'm saying which is not like easy to do you know i I don't even know if people can do it unless like you're trying to do it you know what i mean is that something that you're trying to do like how like let's hear about your preparation (laughs) process i think that i would be interested in hearing uh, like how you used to prepare for these interviews because I think you used to give really great interviews. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, I've tried a couple different things. Um, I think the interviews that were the most successful in my opinion, like the ones where I listened to them and I'm like, that was so good. Mm-hmm. And I love that episode and I get so pumped about it. And I just want to like text the whole world about it. <laughs> um, those episodes, I would do a very moderate um, a very moderate uh, amount of effort before the interview in the sense that I kind of, you know, I'd look on, I'd do a little Google search, just kind of see, you know, I, most of the guests I knew for in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like a little bit of digging just to kind of like get a sense for who they were or who they are. And then I would come up with questions that I thought were um, thought provoking. And for so I would probably spend like an hour just like coming up with a couple questions mm-hmm. or general topic. And I, you know, um, and then I would ask all of them, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so, and I think in preparation, I mean, there's like how you make the guests feel before the interview, For sure. um, what, how you make the guests feel after, you know, there's, um, I mean, yeah, I think it was just, uh, honestly, I would, it was not that hard. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't try very hard. It just kind of came naturally if yeah. I'm being real. Um, yeah. I think, um, it sounds like, your curiosity yes like your genuine curiosity exactly carrying the conversations it was genuine curiosity that's exactly it like i wouldn't i don't even think that yeah and 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 some interviews i had i had questions laid out just because i knew that that's what would make the guests feel good like i had a couple guests who asked me for questions Mm -hmm. um 
and I think, you know, if that's what you need, like, and you need some, some more guidance and more, um, then I got you and like, yeah, for I'll sure. prep for you and do whatever makes you feel good. Um, also it's good because that person can ha- like, they can give the best answer. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. They've had time to think about yeah. it. And then some, some, some guests, they just, I mean, you know, the questions, yeah, I think I always had, a, I always had a set of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say like the most I've prepared for interviews were the four interviews we did in Lancaster, I would mm-hmm. say, uh, just because I was interviewing, you know, my teachers, my like Jonina, if I'm teaching yoga and Jonina's in my class, I'm like scared shitless. Really? I'm like, Oh my God, she's here. Um, <laughs> she's here. Everybody. She's here. Um, just because I had like everybody I interviewed in Lancaster, Christy, Jordan, um, uh, Jonina, Brianna, I like respect them so much. And I, I, you know, I think so highly of them and, and it was in person and we had mm-hmm. four in a row. So I think I had like my outfits planned out. I had questions planned out. I had prints, like I printed stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, um, you know, for that one, I was definitely ready. And, um, and I tried to ask questions that I thought would yield to wisdom that could help somebody like mm-hmm. feel better uh, about where you know in whatever bounce back if yeah. you will uh so and then we always had the two questions that how do you bounce back from yeah, setbacks yeah. and and what's your favorite yoga pose yeah which was always really fun. and then the mantras the mantras were and good the mantras yeah. too yeah so yeah i mean i think um i think if you like if you know what you're if you know if you know what you want to do and you're like you're excited about it there's a very likely chance that it's going to come naturally mm-hmm. um i like talking like you know i mean we just talked about it right before yeah. i'm now an esol teacher and i'm teaching english and i wrote down before this presentation you know my goal as an esol teacher is to give my students the the freedom to express themselves through the english language like there's a, a bunch of there's a lot of languages out there I'm trying to get them to learn English and, you know, and not just to learn English. What does that even mean? But to really have the ability to say what they want to say, because if you don't have the vocabulary for it, it just gets stuck in your head or I don't even know, like, you know, there's no way for it to come out. Um, I like talking. I've every single report card I've ever had in my whole life has said Maylis talks a lot like even the ones where i didn't speak english they're like Maylis, Maylis really, talks a her, lot i don't know if you saw i posted this on instagram i found this like all my reports from my esol teacher mm-hmm. and it's like Maylis's desire to speak is is making her grow by leaps and bounds or like something like that and it's like she can't shut her mouth yeah. um, i think this girl needs a podcast i think this girl needs an outlet for this this creative expression um so yeah i mean yeah i guess it just it just came it just came naturally and and i yeah like i mean every episode was so good it's so crazy 30 30 episodes Mm -hmm. should we should i go down the line and do a quick like just like here's what they were or um so the first one keith golden a mission to inspire and then uh interviewed keith again this summer um and it was a mission a mission to inspire part two and um keith golden yoga teacher in baltimore awesome teacher esther kim uh faith motherhood and inversions we talked a lot about 
uh, her handstand practice, Monty Sanders, the heart of a lion, Hall of Fame trainer and discipline, uh, Yogini Kaliom, peace of mind, Dharma Yoga, and bouncing back from injuries. Uh, Betsy Heaney, aging and bliss. So we talked about how to give up on a, on acting one. old and to yeah. get out there and just that was, to, a good one. that was a great one. I love Betsy. Um, how meditation and yoga help you stay bouncy. Um, so Betsy, you know, we talked a lot about how uh, how you know there's almost this like negative association to aging and uh how to kind of bounce back from that um brianna uh author uh writer uh yoga is emotional intelligence is the title of that episode uh that's a beautiful episode jordan steffi loving people to success compounding habits and giving back um, Jonina Terzi, Dr. Jonina Terzi, Oneness, Deep Core, and the Vegas Nerve. For all you nerds out there, this is a good one. Um, all you PT nerds. Um, uh-huh. and just I used to be a PT nerd. Were you? Uh, yeah, I used to study physical therapy. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So the vagus nerve is pretty cool. Actually, my acupuncture, Dr. Tom, um, uh, he um he was talking about vagus nerve. Yesterday in our session, I was like, that's really cool. Christy Albert um, talked about CBD, plant medicine, Ayurveda, um, and just her her business. She she since then we had we had our interview at her old Alistair's Elixir shop, and now she opened a bigger space. It's so yeah. beautiful. She's doing so many She's cool doing a lot. things. She's doing so much. Like another testament of like when you've tapped into your true calling, you, it just like it just blooms. Love you, Christy. Um, t- Skyler. Suto, MMA fighter, one of Keith's students, um, talked about how resiliency is a courageous art and like just the art of MMA and, you know, mixed martial arts and how it was. That was a dope episode. That was such a cool episode. Yeah. Uh, just learning. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought that was a good, uh, that was like a good guess to get an MMA fighter. That was, that was really, really yeah. dope. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And just learning about how he does yoga before his fights mm-hmm. and just like the what happens in a fight when you get like your arm broken or something. We're like <laughs> most of us would be like, yeah, no. He's no. like, yeah, you know, you just have this threshold, the threshold. You have yeah. to push the threshold. He is like living the whole like 40 percent capacity. Oh, thing. yeah. Yeah. Like, pushing he, past it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's your capacity. Well, watch mine. Um <laughs> Skyler, awesome guy. Um, Chris Parkinson, we went to DC for that one. How yoga helps to power up your career. So we talked about how he went from being a lawyer to a yoga teacher and his journey. And um, Neil Stokes, who is also a yoga teacher who started a company as well. We talked about men who yoga and bouncing back from sports injuries. Um, So trying to, to was, you know, was trying to understand and get some, at that time when I was doing these interviews was right when men were kind of like starting where it was like cool for guys to do yoga and mm-hmm. that, but they're still, I mean, if you think about it, a couple of years ago, it was all women in yoga classrooms yeah. and now like, so I wanted to get a couple dudes to talk about their yoga practice and, um, just, yeah. So we, t- men who yoga, um, 
Diaget Ellis, who is an 18-year-old young lady who I met in Jamaica. Um, we recorded that one in yeah. Jamaica. It was just like a completely impromptu, short and sweet 35-minute episode, uh, bouncing back through Tai Chi dance. We talked about how the relation, the the connections between yoga and Tai Chi and, and just her story. She's cool, just a cool 18-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, I met her at like the bar of our hotel and um, just the stuff that she was saying was just so fascinating. And I was like, do you want to be on a podcast tomorrow <laughs> morning? She's like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. That's crazy. Um, then Michelle Stafford, Diva Yogi, aka the goat, um, with the episode for the love of humans, our personal stories. Uh, Michelle, Michelle was my my go-to for a little while over the pandemic. She started these 7 a.m. sunrise yoga classes and built this awesome community of women who would do the 7 a.m. class and then afterwards stay on the Zoom and just Mm kind of like some people were like at work, like still chatting. Yeah, like and just like the topics that would come up. It was just this really cool um, community vibe and and I need to get back to sunrise yoga at least once or twice a week. Um, But I honestly have been enjoying sleeping till 7 30 that's my new wake up time from for now i'm, I'm I, I gave up normal? on yeah well I, I remember gave, you were saying i thought we were i think we were just having a conversation about how like getting up early has not been it's not the not way. That easy. well i think it there's again it's not the way is what you want your way to be and i yeah. yes i totally i aspire to be jordan steffi and monty sanders in the sense that they get up at five or four forty five or they jordan leo like those guys and like they do this thing called five before five they run mm-hmm. five miles before 5 a.m mm-hmm. like they just push themselves athletically and mm-hmm. you know which is awesome um I right now I'm working on 12 p like go to sleep by midnight wake up by 7 30 that's my current like what I'm developing as a habit so that's what I'm yeah, focused on I, right I now I think I, I yeah I'm the same way where it's like yeah I don't gotta be a morning like right now my wave has been like staying up late um getting like substantial work done from like 10 to like 2 a.m yeah and just because my body kind of naturally wakes up after about four hours so like i might wake up around six but then i'll kind of assess like what i what my day looks like and then i'll stay in bed for like another hour or two if like i don't really have much going on that day because i i I really been getting a lot of work done just like late at night you know what i mean yeah and that's honestly that's kind of like part of going back to finding your own do it like figuring out what yeah. works for you and i feel like i work better and that's what I'm, that's another yeah. point part of it it's like when i wake up in the morning sometimes my brain isn't like going so i'm not yeah. really getting anything um if done, i work you know out and i'll still work out but i work out like later in the day i work out like in the afternoon with my homies so like exactly. i'm still getting workouts in like i'm still being hella productive i'm just kind of yeah, starting my day later be. exactly yeah. it doesn't have to be that model you know um i think yeah i um i i feel you on that I, it's actually like 
like data wise, like tracking, cause I've been tracking all my stuff. Um, my workouts, like the um, number of calories I burn, the levels of my heart rate, like where I'm work, you know, my target heart rates during workouts. Um, if I take a 7am class versus a 1pm class or even like a, an 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. um, I, my workout, like the quality of the workout is like 20 times better, yeah. you know, like then that's just data. So it, 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 yeah, that's just data. That's just data. So, um, that's just my body, but somebody's, you know, they mm-hmm. just like Marcus, he gets up and he is on, like he is on, mm. like he's just on the, the dude gets out of bed right when he just, and I'm like, all right, baby, he brings, he's the love you, Marcus. He brings coffee in bed and like, just like, you know, we just, and I stay there, but like, mm-hmm. we've had to work on that where I'm like, I like, babe, I'm, I don't operate that way. Like yeah, it doesn't work early like in the that. Morning. Yeah. Like he's like, well, I already like clean the kitchen. And I did this, and I did that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to sleep till seven 30. And that is what I'm going to yeah, do. That's what I'm going to do. So just let me have it. <laughs> and like, it's honestly like, you know, it's working. It's working. So anyways, yeah. So back to Michelle for all you 7am wake her uppers. Um, she's got an awesome class for you at seven. I think it might have changed, but I don't know. You know, we'll, we'll fit, um, check her out. Diva Yogi. Um, Zainab Zizi, Hassan, um, episode 15, uh, yoga for elite athletes, connection and success. Um, so Zizi is just like on another level of awesomeness. She's just, she's such a cool woman. She's doing so many awesome things. She's kind. I, I was just reading the title, you know, connection and success. Like she just, she's just a, a connector and, and, uh, she's just a good person and, and, um, just killing it and doing mm-hmm. great things. I mm-hmm. mean, ZZ is the reason I met Sarah, my life coach. Oh, really? Yeah, because she had invited me last year to a, a women, International Women's Day event. Mm-hmm. And I met um, Callie, who I followed on Instagram, another mm-hmm. like awesome woman. Um, and uh, Callie like, posted something on Instagram one day about how uh, her about how she like owed so much to her life coach. And I was like, life coach, like, let me look into that. So I scheduled a session with Sarah and that's how mm-hmm. I, that's how I got uh, connected to Sarah. So connector connected, yeah. um, just such an inspiration. Yeah. You know? That's why it's so good to just do things. Yeah. Cause you never know like who you're going to meet and like what that person, like what those people are going to mean to you. Yeah. That's very interesting. Like that whole story you just told is very interesting. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's really crazy. And, and just in general, um, being about other women, because mm. there is a lot of like, like jealousy and cattiness out there. Mm. And, and, you know, I was thinking about it last night. Like I went through, I'm going through a, th- like um, a thing where I'm observing when I censor myself mm-hmm. and you know why I censor myself and like you know fluency of speech so here you go once again like when you want to say something but you don't like when you're editing those messages why you know what is behind it and it's like you know being around women who are legitimately about other women like who like just genuinely about your success and genuinely loving and um is just there's nothing like it 
there really isn't there's nothing like it and so um I'm just proud I'm just proud of her I'm I'm like so excited I'm I feel so honored that she's one of these episodes she's on one of these episodes and um just like an awesome I was one of those like you just never know we like I reached out to her because I was like she seems she seems super cool and Mm -hmm. um didn't think she would say yes and that was like right around the time I also reached out to Big Sean see if he wanted to be on I emailed like 20 people I was like hey (laughs) I found your email (laughs) on the internet um and you, yeah, you emailed 20 people associated with Big Sean or 20 yeah. people like, oh, yeah, I <laughs> really? Looked, yeah, I looked on, I would like try yeah. to find like a contact person for him. And obviously yeah. it's not that easy, but um, I That's was like, great. hey, like just so you know, I'd love to like pick your brain. I have the Bounce Back podcast. It starts with that, the, yeah. you know, your song. I really love your lyrics. I, um, and that was when um, uh, Double or Nothing came out with, um, with, um, uh, Metro Boomin mm. and I was like obsessed with that whole uh, that whole it, it's not an album I think it's a, it a mixtape okay. yeah and he talked a lot about um, about kind of like going in yeah. going in <laughs> and, and so I was like you want to be on my podcast yeah. now nah, Big Sean is so tough I love he's so cool so yeah so anyways ZZ was like I, I was I was like really awesome thank you i'm so pumped to like i was so pumped to interview her and we finally made it happen she was just awesome and um so that was episode 15 episode 16 eliza dolby facing our traumas non-judgment and cacao love so i actually just did a one-on-one cacao ceremony with eliza like a month ago or two months ago and she's just Talk about another just brilliant, intelligent woman on a mission to like spread love and just figure it out and heal and um, be about others. You know, Um, that was a beautiful episode as well. We got really vulnerable in that one. Um, Vinay Pori beating thyroid cancer, throat chakra, yoga for special needs and um, his Vipassana journey. His I think about that often. Like, how could you shut? me up for 10 days straight 10 days straight no talking it's just like that's I, I would what accept I the challenge. To talk about. I would you, accept the challenge would. yeah I would I would too Let's, I would I, I would, would I would like to have a reason to not talk I would I think it'd be good I think it'd be good for me to take a little break yeah maybe Ooh. just had an idea yeah, I know what idea you're having. So. I know, you know. I don't know how it will work out in the real world. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, no, it would have to be. A, I would have to go away. I would have to. But they, so they say to. that that's part of the challenge, like mm-hmm. just communicate in other ways, or yeah. like, or Meditate. even say, like you know, have something that says, oh, like you know. So no I read talking. this book. I read this book called Captivate. You ever heard of it? It's I like a book I on have. communication. Okay, so I read this book called Captivate, and. Um, it's about a, it's like a book on communication, um, communication styles and stuff like that. And uh, the person that wrote it said, like, as like an ex- as an experiment to become a better communicator, um, don't talk for like a certain amount of time. <laughs> don't ca- don't sounds, talk for a certain amount of time, and but but still right. do the things that you're supposed to do. Like, still go out and still like be social and stuff like that. But don't talk and like put right right on a card. Just like hand a card to someone like I'm not talking. I can't talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I've, I'm 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 doing this vow of silence. Like mm-hmm. I can't talk. And she was saying how like you know she had done it and like had told people to do it. And like sometimes that leads to some kind of like 
Well, let's, let's friendship experiment. or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But no, yeah. But so like that. That. But what Vinay did, like, I would be down to do that. He went to something where a bunch of people were doing that, right? He did. Yeah. I would so. be down to do that. Where like I'm in a space where uh, we're all not talking, and like, yeah, it's a challenging to not talk for ten days. But when like, you're meditating for like ten hours a day. Oh, that's part of it. Yeah. So it's called a vipassana. It's like mm-hmm. a it's like an organized thing, and it's ten days, and you go somewhere, and you like. At, you wake up at four in the morning mm-hmm. every day. You can't talk the whole time. You can't have any technology. You have to plan, right? Because I want to do. Th- I want to do something like that. Yeah. Um. I don't. They're free. I guess I would have. To, they're free to do. Yeah. They're like like it's free to go do one because it's like a gift of. Yeah. The like, biggest challenge would probably be waking up and meditating all day long. That would yeah. probably be the biggest challenge. But yeah, like sitting. no technology. No talking. We should make our own. I would, be, yeah, I'd be down to do that for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. It'd be but again, cool. I feel like it's got to be. Yeah, I would have to plan it, and it would have to be in a space where like the people around me are also on that time. You I know what I'm saying? To, like you'd have to work up to it. It's kind of yeah. like a marathon. Like you don't yeah, just yeah. like start running. Tomorrow, I'm not gonna talk until yeah, <laughs> yeah March 10th. And you know what I'm saying? Guys, <laughs> like you might not hear from nah, me. For but that's what I'm days. saying. Like I would not. Nah, I definitely have to like put the pieces in place where like right. my, I won't people come back to a life in shambles. But also, like, right. not where I'm being tested, like, by, like, you know, coworkers or whatever the fuck. Like, hey, I need to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need to talk to you. Like, I don't want to be being tested by people that actually need to hear from me. I want to be, like, right. amongst people who are, like, on the same. Or or just keep to myself. Maybe just keep to myself. Maybe, not talk. Yeah, maybe. Well, let's let's Google it know. and find it. Um, they're, they're out there. There's, like, a bunch in Colorado, I think, is where the, the one yeah. that Vinay did. <laughs> Look at me trying to make my own circumstances. Yeah, I won't talk if I'm, you know what I'm saying, yeah. I've, if I'm in this kind of situation. No, but I would it like, would be something to try. I would like to be allowed this <laughs> one thing per day. I would like this one thing per day. Um. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was a, that was an awesome episode. Vinay, that was a back-to-back one we did. Um, we had, uh, 18 and 19. We split it up 45, 45, uh, part one and two with Sydney McNary, the fourth, who is the owner of warriors yoga for warriors yoga. Um, we talked about fire, um, evolving narratives and brotherhood. That was probably what I learned the most from Sid was that, um, you know, not like, it's like when you tell the same story over and over and over and over again, it just never really evolves. And it's actually something I learned recently in therapy that like, you can change your narrative of Mm. like how you experience something or how like you can change the like you know you can go from like that part of my life sucked to like that was a really beautiful period of my life where I learned a lot and I acquired skills that are now so beneficial to what I'm doing yeah I I feel like I've done that without even thinking consciously of that but like I definitely look back on my life and with a different frame of mind than I used to and I'm and in a more positive way yeah now like yeah I definitely have done that like I definitely look back and I'm like oh um you know I'm glad I went through those things or like not even, maybe not glad but like oh those things were formidable in like this way and they had the they had they had their negative like you know uh like influences in some ways but mm-hmm. also had like positive influences in other ways and oh, I you just think made me think them. of something yeah. completely random what? <laughs> um so i've been listening to um startup podcast oh yeah what do yeah, you think like hard um, we're both we're like so i i 
this is me trying to multitask my like work life and because this is you know work and uh -huh. um i take it i take it seriously so that was on my list of things to listen to that podcast as you recommended it so we started listening to it and we got addicted really yeah we started it's addicting on, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> i told you yeah. that shit is so good it is i told it you really i was talking is. about it literally like I, I i watched it probably in february sometime and i haven't stopped talking about it it's really good you know yeah and the conversation they were having about like co-founding something and how um you know how they were it was like like i don't know what you just said to make me think of it but just kind of like how you know this like this podcast has been like our podcast like yeah. you know it really has it's like our i was saying that there was like positive thing there's like when you look back on something there's positive you can choose to look at the positives and you can choose to look at the negatives yeah. i don't know if that helps you recall what it's probably an, 80, yeah. an ADHD moment. Yeah. Since, um, since I started this podcast, <laughs> I've also been diagnosed with ADD. So keep, oh my keep God. in touch. Nah, but um, yeah. No, but yeah, well, here's why it made me think of it. Because of our episode, episode um, episode uh, 21. I skipped 20. I'll go right back to it. But episode 21 with, um, uh, with Mecca. That's me? Uh, yep, that's Oh, you. that was our episode. Um, yeah. That was ours. You don't have to What was good about bottom. that one? We talked about how you don't have to take rock hit rock bottom um, because there was I think that was like some random train of thought we had one day. But it was all mm -hmm. about how, like, you know, all of these success stories you hear are very much, you know, this crazy thing happened and I hit rock bottom and then I was able to bounce back. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I do I, like and at that time, I was like, do I have to hit rock bottom? Like, is that something I got to do? Like, do I need to just let myself go and like mm -hmm. just hit rock? Like, cause I like yeah. had, was unemployed for six months last year yeah. and you know, you start thinking you, you kind of hit rock bottom after a while and then there's like yeah. a pandemic and, um, but we talked about how you, you really don't like you, there's other ways of reaching that. Yeah. There's, um, that's crazy. Like we did a whole episode on that, but I feel like I could even say some things about that right now because I feel like that's something that um, I'm trying to like figure out on my like in real time. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like I definitely found myself in a space like over the last like month or so where I'm like I was feeling kind of like uh like just kind of like trudging along, and I kind of felt myself like letting myself go a little bit and i'm just like and i and, and i oh, but i also felt myself like being like nah like yeah you can like because i feel like my creativity getting better but like i feel like in moments where like you know other parts of my life are kind of like uh not as great mm -hmm. is when like my creativity is like the best you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i felt myself kind of like getting there so like i would but i i didn't I didn't let myself like get there. I'm not like letting myself get there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cause I would say this is probably like in real time. Like I was, I've been feeling like this over the last like month or so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. As far as like, okay, like I know that like something is coming, like another like level of the success that I'm trying to reach is coming. Like I, like I, I can feel it. You know yeah. what I mean? I can't explain it at all, but I can just feel it. Like I've been, I feel like I've, I've been learning so much. I've been putting in a lot of work and I've been having a lot of like, conversations that i didn't used to have that kind of makes me feel like okay like i'm becoming the person that i gotta be for this like next phase you know what i mean yeah and in that like other parts of my life are kind of going crazy you know what i'm saying like yeah. other parts of my life are kind of going crazy so i'm just like um well no like 
you don't got to like let those parts go crazy just because like you know you're you're about to attain you know what you want or in some form of what you are going after like still try to like you know so still right. try to make your workouts because like i work out like with a group and you know what i'm saying in that time i was like i missed a couple you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i just missed a couple like i could have made them but also like it would have been a little bit difficult but like i allowed it to be difficult and i was just like yeah i'm not gonna make it today i did that twice and i was just like nah and i felt myself about to do it a third time and mm-hmm. that's when i was like nah i'm gonna go you know what yeah. i'm saying and then that kind of like was the thing that made me think like nah like why am i acting like i have to you know sacrifice everything else to still like do the professional things you know what i'm saying yeah that's you what i hear sometimes take care of yourself first yeah you I hear mean. a lot that you just gotta work so like you gotta work like double time and then triple time you no, know what i'm saying and yeah. i'm and i'm such a like i'm i'm so built off work ethic that yeah. like well, you're a, i'm you're okay with that yeah and i'm just so like i'm i'm okay with it but definitely i'm not trying to like let other things fall to the side which is yeah. what i'm used to doing too you know and like the fact that you have that awareness too is really cool, you know, that you're, you know, so yeah, that's what our, that episode was about is like, it is like having that awareness of like, all right, this part of my life is like not going well. Let me pick it back up. I don't need to have like rock bottom over here and like, mm-hmm. you know, and it. Because it's all, it's all encompassing. It's it not is. like this part of my life is not going to affect my overall like self-esteem and like, you know what I mean? Right. So yeah. it's like. It's not like you can't let those things fall to the side because that you that like is you falling to the side or you falling a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like if any one part of you is slipping, then like it's only bringing you down a little bit, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think one thing we've learned uh, very clearly in the last year of living through a global pandemic, which like. It sounds like so casual now, but it's like that's a real thing we're all living through. And it's like it sucks. It really does. There's a lot over 500,000 people have died in our country alone. And it's completely, you know, changed our way of life. And and we have to be able to process and we have to be able to um, tap into the tools that we have in 2021 like we we need to be taking care of ourselves. We need to be taking care of ourselves. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Working 90 to, and I'm talking like working 90 hours a week doing things that drain you or doing things that, you know, what it, that let, you know, don't allow you to take care of yourself, mm-hmm. which is, you know, your body, your, your food, your mm-hmm. health. Um, that's not worth it. It's not worth it. And like, why are we in a rush? What, yeah. like, what is, what, what is there? To? What are we rushing to? Let's like take our time and like make it more wholesome and more, um, you know, just more, uh, more healthy. Let's just be a healthier, more wholesome community, like, you know, global community. Let's take care of our planet. Let's chill out. Let's eat a little bit less meat. Let's take it down a notch on the craziness that is you know let's just take it down like and and let's chill a little bit i hear you you know i mean there is a lot of work to do that's what i'm saying i feel like i hear exactly what you're saying um the thing is like i hear that and i'm like if that's what we're doing cool that's what we're doing but like if everybody else isn't doing that then like i gotta i feel like i gotta I gotta keep gotta working go. too. Yeah, like I gotta go. Like I, yeah. I see people going still. Yeah, and it's not. I, I hate to like compare, but also I think something that um, the pandemic has done is like it's made it a hundred percent okay to be like 
like to check yourself in any given in any given moment like yeah. well how do i feel about doing this in this moment like how do i feel about this in this moment like it's been i think it's made because i do think things have kind of like slowed down overall you know what i mean yeah. and i think it's been okay to kind of like if you need to slow down mm-hmm. slow down mm-hmm. and like from from like a business to business standpoint or like from like you know a business to consumer standpoint like people understand when like businesses are on different hours or uh, right. The people within those businesses are working on different hours or making a little bit more mistakes because they're working remotely. Um, right. You know, things like that. I feel like in that way, society has been a little grace. bit more lenient. There's a little more grace. You know There's what I'm saying? A little more grace. Yeah. And I think, again, you have to know when it's time to like hit the, the you know, go like, I mean, the Google Sprint, like that's a book that's pretty cool about sprints and how, you know, I think it's like a five week or five five day sprint, you know, so um, to know when like, all right, this week, I'm not going to get to work out. So I'm going to, you know, full, I'm going to put my all into this. And that's just what I'm doing this week. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just different ways to balance too, you know, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I'm not, you know, um, but yeah, I think it's definitely taught us to have a little bit more grace with ourselves. Um, I think what sparked the, the, uh, the podcast was, um, episode 19 was Sydney McNary, uh, part two. And it was the title we called it big trust and big love. And big trust and big love. And I, um, I think, yeah, that's, you know, another, like you have to, um, trust like, you know, the, the podcast you were talking about, not to ramble too far, but, um, we, we got to the episode where they're having a conversation about a partnership and like how to like put it into, you know, um, like how, like every partnership is a relationship, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. he's like, I need a business partner. That's Mm. like, that's like a marriage, you know? Um, and so, yeah. And, and they're trying to talk about like what, even how the conversation went. It was like, like, well, I want to do this. He's he's like, well, I I could offer you 10 to 12%. That's Mm -hmm. the highest that everybody I've talked to want, you know, Mm -hmm. says, then they end up settling on 40, 60 and they both feel good about it. And Mm -hmm. for, you know, just those conversations, like, that's something I've really appreciated about our relationship and working on this podcast. It's like, we've always kind of been on the same page mm-hmm, and like, mm-hmm. not really a, like, I don't think there's been like, like right now we're about to launch into something new and we're mm-hmm. both like, Hey, let's put money into it. And yeah, I was thinking yeah. about, it and I was like, Ooh, we could have a bank account and I, yeah, yeah. you know, like, and it's in like whatever business name or it's in something. And like, you know, I wouldn't like, I think it's a very like 50, 50, like yeah. relationship yeah, for sure. you know and so like in terms of but anyways i was just like a little side story um yeah that startup man that shit is so that will get you thinking um so i forgot about episode 20 i jumped to our episode 21 but this was a bonus episode actually because uh, i was another one that month so sometimes i try to only do one episode a month on on first mondays mm-hmm. um but this one was uh, a little bonus um gina uh royal white she talked about mindfulness for first responders and this was in at the end of april so we were starting to really see the impact on our frontline workers and their mental health. And so she was going in and um, providing tools and she still is to, you know, firemen, EMTs, hospital workers, um, our frontline medical teams. So um, that was a really cool episode. 
that I really enjoyed. And she's got some some awesome wisdom to share as well. So if you're interested in mindfulness and you're in a, uh, a more stressful uh, frontline healthcare position, first of all, uh, thank you for your bravery and service and also um, check out episode 20 for some tips on how to, to take care of yourselves. Um, and then 22, we had Kristalyn Vitovich, who is a writer. We talked about raising consciousness through fictional reading, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like how to shift out of different, like how to shift out of a depression if you, by reading fictional stories yeah. and how you can connect with different characters and kind of like, just like the beauty of fiction writing and reading. Um, and then we talked about astrology. She taught us some cool stuff about astrology. Um, 23, Moradeo Adei, an open secret, relationships, wellness for black liberation. Um, so this episode, so Mora wrote a book called An Open Secret, which was really about how um, we all have these secrets that we don't talk about and really, you know, that we should talk about or that. So that was her whole mission was to, you know, it's like, like our parents teaching us about sex and like just things that like yeah. you don't really talk about, but how connective it can be to talk about it with others. So her book is really cool. Um, she just had a birthday. We talked about relationship and then we talked about wellness for black liberation and how um, she shared with us some of her practices uh, while navigating um, everything that is uh, this country's systemic racism and um the the black lives matter movement and and all the things that um that uh that you know is still a day-to-day occurrence in this country and how um you know um how to uh make wellness cool and like accepted and um in the black community so and she has a an awesome blog called an open secret where she shares stories of um uh, like i think she had um like a like a social worker she had you know people working on the front line during the pandemic um of various pretty important topics and professions so check out her blog an open secret um episode 24 we talked about keith we brought back keith golden a mission to inspire continues just to check in um that conversation was kind of you know uh uh we covered a lot in that too and um just how Keith has gone from a yoga teacher to a movement teacher and kind of like completely shifted like you go to yoga and you expect a downward dog and you expect you know certain things and you if you if you went to Keith's class regularly there was like a very much you know asana flow mm-hmm. to it and you've been to Keith's class yeah uh, Mac yeah. so he he shifted to functional range conditioning, a deeper understanding of the body, the joints, joint health joint. Um, we do a lot of like animal walks and like bear crawls and just like more primal movement. Um, yep. And then, um, we talked about, uh, we, uh, we talked about, um, Keith's experience being black, uh, in, uh, the U S during his, 
uh, his growing up and how he shares a birthday with Malcolm X and how, um, you know, his parents had gone to see Malcolm X speak and they came back and like the pride that they had in, um, you know, being black, like it wasn't African-American anymore. It was black. And he's like, I'm like, he would just talk about Mm -hmm. like, just how that's just how that's just it. And then how different it was when he went overseas and um, went to Denmark and like just the, the difference in, um, you know, like racial, like, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Like just how people view different skin colors around the world, like how it's like, like the U S versus other countries and Mm -hmm. how it's just so different. And, um, so that was a really interesting conversation. Then I had episode 25, Bridget Lewis, uh, Miss Lewis. She is, has a podcast called the bounce back podcast. So we were like, mm-hmm. let's do it. Let's like do it. Have each other in each other's podcast. She has like the craziest stories. She, I, I don't know. I'm, you know, if you listen to it, but, um, whoever's listening, um, but what, what was like some of your best takeaways from that? I mean, this woman has like everything you can think of. She's gone through it. And, you know, she married like one of the largest like drug dealers in L.A. And it's just her story about like how it started and how, you know, she's like, that was the red flag and that was the red flag. Um, She was homeless. She was in jail. I mean, she's just like had it all and she bounced back from all of it and um, just how she's found love and moved on. And, you know, she's a grandma now. And um, that's a testament to like life is long, man. Yeah, you can make anything out of yourself that you want to you really can yeah you really can and so yeah so she had a really inspiring message and she only works with women um emily Harmon, uh we she did a 30 days of yoga uh challenge emily was uh in the navy for 38 years she was one of the people responsible for the navy not dumping their trash into the ocean thank you emily um kind of talking about like hey guys this probably isn't the best idea to do a a (laughs) long term like why are we dumping our like let's have you know recycling on the ships um Episode 27, Brianni Claggett, who um, talked uh, about women's health, cyclical sinking and yoga. And then um, and then um, that wasn't that episode. I think about all the time, all the time. Yeah. Like just cyclical sinking in general. I'm I'm very tuned in now. Thank you, Brianni. 28, Chef Minnick, uh, growing up with yoga and how uh, yoga was taught to her in India as a child and like the little traditions, the little things that she would do with her mom and like, uh, you know, you soak almonds and then you peel the almond, like just like the meditative aspects of that or like doing yoga when you're not feeling well. Um, she talked about running and um, and then the myth of conflict resolution, which was pretty interesting. So her uh, study, her area of study right now is how like you don't have to have conflict resolution resolution you can just like disagree yeah how that's totally cool too you (laughs) don't have to always get along um episode 29 was uh my interview with marcus my boyfriend which was an interesting one (laughs) um so he kind of like interviewed me which which nice little twist nice little twist um and then 30 sarah glenn designing a life you deserve uh, yin yoga, successful entrepreneurship, like just her, her journey. And, um, 
Yeah, that was that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that. A good little run. A good little run. Yeah, yeah. Now ends with this. <laughs> thirty one. <laughs> nah, thirty one is a nice little number. That's like so. Now people can go back and listen to ones a day, one a day, yeah. every month. One a every day, every month. month, exactly. Or That's one lit. a day, every day for thirty days. Yeah. Yeah. That's lit. Yeah. That's lit. So how do how do we how do we shut this down? Um, let's read a mantra. Let's read a mantra. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Want to pick one too? Yeah. Mm. Ready? Yeah. So I got the gate to happiness is self compassion. The gate to the happiness gate is self compassion. That's real. That is very. That's real. just real right there. Like there's, so there's, it's that's clear cut. Like there's no, there's no even way to elaborate on that. There isn't. If you want to be happy, you're gonna have to open that door yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're gonna have to reach in there sorry, and guys. open that door yourself. It is, it is a garden <laughs> gate. You're gonna have to open that gate. No one is going to come and open that door for you. Uh huh. And the gate is, and, and the gate to happiness is self compassion. Mm. Like you have to. You have. Oh man, how how beautiful is that? Because self compassion's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, like we all, we're all just trying to figure it out. Yeah. And we're the meanest to our own selves. We really are. It's like we're not meaner to anybody else than no, we are to ourselves. So true. it's like the biggest mind fuck. Like, I don't know, man, because you know that there's, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's people out there who are, you know, they're just like happy dog. Like you can think of somebody who like, you know, is probably like the happiest person that you've ever met. Right. Yeah. But like. I wonder what they, um, I, I feel like I know a couple people, you know what I'm saying? Maybe not. I wouldn't even, I don't, I don't know. It's crazy to say that I know like one person I know in particular, it's crazy to say that I know him because I don't know him is I would say Lil Duval, but I only know him through social media, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? But like, he seems to be like his whole vibe. I've been following this guy for a long time just because like from the day that he really like caught my attention, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, he's just seemed to be like. A guy who understands, like, you know, not to take life too seriously. Um, you know, like, he's also, like, appreciative of not, like, bullshit things. He's, like, appreci- for somebody who's, like, famous, you know what I mean? He's some he's appreciative of, like, like the things that he appreciates and he, like, talks about and sheds, lights on, sheds light on are, like, wholesome kind of things. Like, things that, like, any of us can attain or have, like, right now. You know what I mean? Um, so, like... You know, people like that, but there's also, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head right now, but like, there's people who I know who are like super happy that I've thought in like my own time, just have thought like, damn, I wonder what like they say to themselves in their own head. What you know they, what I mean? Yeah. What do they say to themselves in the mirror? Yeah. Head? You know what I mean? Cause like, I'm a pretty happy guy, but I know I can be pretty mean to myself. And like, I know everybody else that I know is also somewhere on that spectrum. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Where like they can beat themselves up, but like maybe they're not like depressed or like always walking around in a depressive state, you know? So mm-hmm. I think about that sometimes, but the thing is like, yeah, it is always like, it starts with you. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, it starts with you. It's, it's kind of comforting to understand that, like, yeah, a lot of people struggle with that, and uh, 
kind of the, the the journey is to get better at dealing with that and you know somehow kind of flip it on its head where you're nice to yourself more than you are mean to yourself you know yeah yep yep yeah I was just I think it's it's harder right now um with the pan I think it's harder right now with the pandemic because like there are things that are limiting right like there are things that are out of our control limiting like traveling like you know mm-hmm. different things like well speaking of, we booked a flight to Belize oh yeah we're getting out for yeah nice yeah because you know but there you know little things like I know for me with teaching you know having com- self-compassion when um I don't feel like I'm doing the best job that I can because I'm not there and because it the like the sight of like being like I look at pictures of my kids and I that I've taught yoga or you know wherever like we're all like hugging on top like we're just like so happy and joyful like there's just so much love and now it's like that photo today would be six feet apart masked no hugs no you know and like so just I think that um you know, it's harder to, to picture, but I, I do think it's attainable. And mm-hmm. and it starts with the gate of self-compassion. So that's my mantra. Let me mine. Mine says. <laughs> speak to make yourself happy. Don't speak to impress others. Ooh. Gotcha, Yogi. <laughs> He's talking to me. He is. Um, nah, yeah, that's, that's a big fact. I think it kind of ties into what we were just talking about, how you talk to yourself, but also I think, um, you know, yeah, this, this kind of plays into, or at least how I interpret this, this plays into what we were just talking about. It starts with you. You got it. Like it's like your life kind of starts with you. Like it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how a lot of things in life it seems like are like oxymorons or um uh counterintuitive they sound counterintuitive but like you kind of like gotta be really selfish for yourself in order for you to be like in a state that you can be you know a benefit to you know the people around you or the society around you you know what i mean yeah um it's kind of it's kind of crazy because i like yeah I mean, I can only really speak on my own life, but I know that like I really like mean well, <laughs> like I really yeah. mean well and I really try hard. And the only reason I do those things are because like I want to impress the people around me and I want to be able to like um, do like I want to like I want to be like a valued, you know, uh, member of my family, a member of like my, you know, my own little like world. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the people in it and their lives. I want to be like valued in that you way. Are right. Very valued. Um, yeah, I thank you. Thank you. You know what I mean? (laughs) Thank you. Um, but you know, but that's my, that's my, that's my aim. You know what I mean? But like literally in that a lot of times, like I need to like, like I need to be by myself a lot of times. Like I need to like, you know what I'm saying? Um, just do things that seem like I I only care about myself. You know what I'm saying? Things that seem like I only care about myself, like in a given moment, you know what I mean? I have to do things like that all the time you know what i'm saying and sometimes that feels bad um you know going back to like you know how you talk to yourself like sometimes i feel like i start being mean to myself when like someone has like 
express their disappointment in me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying then i'm like uh like that person's kind of right and like you know what i mean then it kind of goes from there mm-hmm. but like yeah like that's what it is you know what it i'm saying is, yeah. so it's like it's very interesting like it comes sometimes externally and then it like lives internally but sometimes it's like uh you want to uh you know provide for people externally but like you have to make sure that like you are in a space to do that and to do that you got to do things for yourself you know it's it's like it's a fucking cycle and especially with creative out with creative professions and creative like you know uh um what do you call it? Like vocation endeavors or whatever. Yeah. Vocations for sure. Yeah. yeah, Like with like your vocation, you know, you're like, you're creating content. You have to be an artist. Like Chance the Rapper says, I need a four hour praise dance. Like some days you like legit need, like I told my boss, I was like, listen, as many compliments as you want to give me, (laughs) send them over. I need them. Like literally, the mailbox is always open for compliments. I'm like, listen, like right in these, like I've realized that like, I don't take compliments, but I love to take criticism and Mm. I love to like harp on it. And, you know, Mm -hmm. but like, I am motivated by compliments because like you, like same thing. Like I just want to be a positive part of my community. I want to be a positive part of planet earth, Mm -hmm. you know? And so how do I do that? Like, obviously there's a lot of like work that goes into like making sure, you know, I fine tune myself, but Mm -hmm. like a lot, like if nobody is responding or nobody, and like, I think that's kind of like a little bit of a mind, like, because we're told like, don't do things for others. Don't do things for others. But I was thinking about this, like on the way here, then who do you do it for? If you don't do it for others, yeah. you know, I don't do it for myself. And no, I know that like, you're supposed to do it for yourself. Yeah. Well, but you're not going to pay yourself for something or you're not going to praise yourself or something. You're not going to be just because like, like the thing that you made yourself is not going to be like, it's not going to go down in anyone's like history. You know what I mean? Unless it's yeah. for, unless they can resonate with it as well. You know what I mean? So it is kind of, like that is another guess, kind of oxymoron thing. Yeah. Because they, they do say though, that, the more aligned you are with like celebrating yourself, mm-hmm. the more excited about stuff you are for like the more you allow to yourself to celebrate yourself, mm-hmm. the more people who respond to your vibration can come in mm-hmm. because then you're, you're in your flow, mm-hmm. you know, you're in your, you're in your flow, you're in your zone. So people are drawn to that zone. Um, so it is in a way you have to kind of like, t- you know, take care of yourself, love yourself. And then like the, the rest kind of, like shows up yeah you know yeah i don't know i I don't know that's cool can you repeat that one more time for us speak to make yourself happy don't speak to impress others love it the gate to happiness is compassion we picked good ones these are good ones they're good ones well, Maylis. All right. Well, this is the part where, um, you know, uh, there's there's one Lauren Hill song. Uh, she went. She's on MTV. Um, it's like MTV Live or something back in the MTV day. Unplugged? Session, unplugged. Unplugged. Yeah. And she's like, "Well, this is the part where if we were in the studio, it would kind of fade off." <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> Big facts. This is the part where this kind of fades off. So have yeah. a great evening and have a great day. If you're listening during the day, thank yeah. you for um, being with us on this journey for 30 episodes. We've had so much fun creating them. Uh, we've learned so much. Shout out to all the guests. You guys made the episodes what they were and and shout out to everybody who actually listens to the episodes i uh, reach out let us know who you are we we'd love to hear from you and um stay tuned for our next project can you do the bell oh yeah of course <laughs>